0: Hi, it's Cole talking back for another episode today on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a day where we honor and recognize a man who had a significant ap- impact not only on the African American community, but on the entire American landscape and what it means to be an American and calling into question the way we treat one another. This is also inauguration season. We're about to induct a new president, and today I thought was a really good day for me to talk about something that actually I heard quite a bit of in this election season, and it's the phrase I'm not racist, Um, especially in relationship to those who voted for Donald Trump. I heard a lot of Trump supporters, I saw a lot of Trump supporters online post something to the degree of why are you calling me racist or I'm not racist and I just haven't been able to shake that memory I haven't been able to move away from having heard so many people say that and I think it's something that we really need to talk about it's something that we really need to address this idea of not being racist and you know I believe it's possible I believe that it's possible for us to move beyond our prejudices and our stereotypes. But I think we also need to begin by accepting the realities of our own experiences and our own perspectives. Because while I'm not calling anyone right now in this podcast a racist, I find it really hard to believe that... We can go throughout our lives and make such a bold claim that we can make the claim that we don't see people of other races and bring into those moments some bit of our stereotypes or our prejudices. And I think in order for us to actually move into a place where we don't embody and exhibit racism in our everyday lives, It necessitates us accepting the moments of racism, both in our past and kind of that we carry with us today. I mean, a small example for me, and it's so embarrassing looking back on it, the thought of this actually happening, but I have such vivid memories of it. When I was in sixth grade, I was at uh, church and we were in Sunday school and uh Our Sunday school lesson was led by two adults, and so there were two adults, and we were at a table, and there were several tables in the room, and there were probably eight kids at this table, and our Sunday school leaders were talking about how they were in the process of building a new house, and as they built that new house, they were going to finish it up and move into it, and... Uh, For some reason, somehow, we started talking about school districts. I think it was because their daughter was my age, and so I knew her, and so I was wondering where she would end up going to school. And they told us what school district that was in, and with disdain, I think, with a little bit of uh, wrinkle in my nose, I said the phrase, I asked the question, isn't that a black school? And we're talking about 1992, me as a sixth grader sitting there asking the question, isn't that a black school? With disdain in my voice, with skepticism on my mind because of the way that I was raised and because of the environments I was raised in, to fear the other, to carry with me prejudices, to carry with me some sort of inherent disdain for a collection of people, for another group of people in the same vein. I remember, you know, growing up and hearing statistics about the changing demographics of Florida and how by, you know, X date, white people would be the minority in Florida and Hispanic people would have a certain percentage of the population. And literally as a teenager... Like, someone who was in his own mind, like, able to think and reason, believing that that statistic was something to be feared. Believing that that statistic was the demise, the end of goodness in our state. And I don't tell these things as moments of, oh, that's the past, let's forget about it. Like, I I carry these stories with... Some level of embarrassment that that was at any time in my own life, in my own mind, that those were acceptable thoughts. And that I was raised in a culture, in an environment that not only cultivated those thoughts, but didn't challenge them when they were spoken out loud. And so when I hear people say, I'm not racist... I consider myself probably, in the eyes of most of those people I've heard say that, a leftist, like close to a socialist, somebody who spends so much of my time in environments of diversity and in environments where those kinds of things are completely unacceptable. But I know I still carry with me the mindsets that were bred into me, as I was growing up, I still carry with me the tendency to stereotype people who are different than I am. I still carry with me the prejudices of my past. And so to hear other people who I know grew up in those environments, who I knew, who I know were, were even ahead of me in those environments, creating and perpetuating those environments, to hear those people say, I'm not racist feels like a half truth because i know that even for myself in that time i would consider i would not have considered myself a racist and i know that many of those people that say that that i've heard say that over the last several months wouldn't be people who are quote-unquote, proactively racist. They're not going out and attacking people of a different race or thinking that we should create new policies and programs to oppress people. But we also have to be willing to address those issues in ourselves, in our hearts. We have to be willing to recognize how the existing systems perpetuate racism, how they uphold White people and power. And we have to address our own fears of the idea of people who are different than us, who have a different skin tone than us, stepping into places of leadership. This recent era of Trumpism, where middle class America or lower class America, blue collar America has come out to vote in mass for Donald Trump, like I recognize that some of the reasons they voted for Donald Trump are real. There is a change from 40 years ago, 30 years ago, even 20 years ago in the face of the leadership of our country, of the leadership of our workplaces. We find ourselves in environments of greater diversity. And even though Being a white man still advantages me in the workplace. There definitely is a changing demographic in the leadership of companies, in the leadership of organizations. And that's real. And to some degree, white people are losing the monopoly on control in our country, But if the monopoly of control in our country is something you want, then I think you need to even more face the reality of racism in your life. Today we honor Martin Luther King Jr. and the work that he did to elevate people of color in our country and the work that he did to bring value to, Into our system for elevating people of all races into places of leadership. We have to continue to fight for that. It's not a given, but it's so worth it and it's so valuable. So today, I want to encourage you to consider wherever you are in your life, where are places where you hold prejudices? Where are areas that you have stereotypes? Because until we're willing to address those things, we really can't be people who say, I'm not racist. Have a wonderful day. Honor Martin Luther King Jr. by examining these things in your own life. Subscribe to this podcast. New episodes are coming out all the time, and I'd love to continue this journey with you. Connect with me online at Colney Smith on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find me on Facebook just by searching my name. I'd love to hear your own thoughts and experiences of racism and prejudice in your own life. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon.